Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here. Welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. So great to have you on board for yet another episode. And I trust wherever you are in the world, you've had a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. Here in Australia, we've just come off the back of the second long weekend in a row, last week being Easter and this week being uh, in Australia and New Zealand, Anzac Day, where we celebrate the spirit of the Anzacs, uh, all the people, men and women who fought during World War One and Two. Uh, and commemorate the people who lost their lives and gave service to the great country that is Australia, but also our compatriots in New Zealand as well. So uh, if you've had a long weekend, I trust you've had a relaxing long weekend. And if you haven't had a long weekend, I trust you have enjoyed the very, very fast start to the new week and taking advantage of all the opportunities that are no doubt in front of you. Now, before we jump into today's episode, just want to remind you, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please do yourself and possibly others a favor by either following on the Apple platform or pressing subscribe on the platform that you are currently listening to at this episode on. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be digested. Also, if there's uh, if you feel there's some value in this and you think there's somebody within your sphere of influence who may benefit from this podcast, then please share this link with them so they can also get the benefit of listening to not just this episode, but maybe checking out the back catalogue of over 430 episodes that uh, is currently in the various platforms. Uh, And of course, if you can rate the show as well, before I jump into the topic for today, if you can rate the show and maybe even leave a comment, whether you like the show or don't like the show, if you can rate the show, that would be much appreciated. And uh, I also love comments as well. So love to get feedback. Uh, Feedback is the breakfast of champions and always take feedback on board with the intention that it is there to help develop and get better. So that's what we're all about at the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So with that said, let's talk about today's topic. And I've just come off the back of a workshop with uh, a couple of leaders and their teams. And uh, we were talking all things, uh, well, a little bit of productivity, but probably more to do with decision-making, problem-solving, and creativity in a highly complex matrixed environment and some fascinating things came out of it and we did a a number of exercises in a session which actually highlighted a number of areas that uh, well I think the leaders intuitively knew anyway but uh, there was some challenging people within the environment but also some really uh, highly intelligent not just smart people but highly emotionally intelligent people within the environment as well which which actually came out uh, in the exercises that we did. And one of the conversations we had throughout this session, and it's a it's a really, really important point around leadership, is that the fact that the team becomes and always is a reflection of the leader. And when you look at a culture, and I wanted to talk today about culture and the fact that are you a leader who looks over a culture and is creating a culture with an attitude of the glass being half full, or are you a leader with a attitude and approach where the glass is actually half empty? And uh, when it comes to solving problems, being creative, and certainly being strategic, uh, it's, well, you probably know intuitively, it's the leader who has the glass half full mentality that more times than not will find themselves in a more positive position and more likely to overcome the challenges that are placed in front of them than perhaps the leader who has a glass half empty mentality because 
when a team is reflective of the leader who pretty much has a pessimistic type of view towards the world. It's very, very difficult to be innovative, be creative, and therefore quite difficult to actually overcome some of the challenges that are placed in front of us, both individually and collectively. So it was a fascinating conversation, and we played a number of exercises, played a number of games that brought this out to the surface. And it's always fascinating with the debrief, because sometimes people think they're just playing games because it's the fact that it's part of the curriculum. But there's actually a hidden hidden meaning in every single game that we play, every single activity we do. And there's always got metaphors there that uh, if we look at it closely enough, you can actually draw some direct parallels between what we do in a, I guess, as a role-playing or, or an activity-based situation and what happens day-to-day in actual life and certainly in this case in business. And what, uh, what, it, what it did highlight was there are a number of people within the team that perhaps needed to have a little bit of a checkup from the neck up. And I don't say that disrespectfully because they were carrying a little bit of baggage and they were literally blaming some other parts of the business that perhaps they shouldn't have been and not necessarily taking full responsibility for the position that they were in. And therefore, they were having some influence over others within the team. And that sort of attitude started to permeate and has permeated across across the team and that's one of the reasons why they brought me in to work with uh, work with the team and hopefully give them a little bit of a, um, a sanity check and from the leader's point of view they wanted a different voice coming in and hopefully send a message that uh, hey <laughs> we need to be optimistic we need to be glass half full not glass half empty type teams in order for us to make progress and start getting the numbers back on track so I just wanted to give a bit of a debrief on some of the things we talked about today and just give you a bit of a sense of one of the games we actually played in particular uh, and what the metaphor was and uh, how this relates to us as sales leaders. But certainly when we're looking after our teams, how does this relate to the team as well, particularly when it comes to problem solving and innovation and collaboration? But first things first, we talked about um, one of the key things around leadership and creating a upbeat culture and how important it is to have a culture that is upbeat, where people actually are, are genuinely bought in to not only the vision of the team and the business, but they're generally interested and know why they're coming to work every single day. There's nothing worse than having teams where you literally have to motivate them to get off their rusty duff and get things moving. Uh, motivation, and I speak to a lot of leaders about this, and many leaders unfortunately feel as if they have to be the motivational speaker every single week and sometimes every single day in order to get their team up and about. And I shared a number of stories, and you might have, if you've been listening for a while, I think I've shared this on the podcast as well. I used to have to run Monday morning motivation sessions for my sales team, and uh, I very quickly learned that that was very short-lived because it was not working. It might have lasted until about five minutes after the end of the meeting, but at the end of the day, the individuals within the team were responsible, just like I'm responsible for my own motivation. So we talked a lot about how do we create an upbeat culture, and the three key things that we spoke about, and hopefully this resonates with you as well. If, you've, if you're somebody who's trying to maintain a culture or start to build a culture that is a positive, optimistic type culture, three key things to start thinking about. First and foremost, we've got to make sure we keep it real because interestingly, as much as we'd like to mandate that people are positive and optimistic and upbeat and all that sort of stuff, uh, we cannot mandate that. And it's, it's not something you can put into a person's KPIs. It is something though we can actually lead by example with and make sure that whenever we're in the presence of our team, whenever we're walking into an environment where our team are there, and also the key stakeholders that are going to be dealing with on a regular basis, that we are carrying an air of optimism and positivity. So it's not something you can actually pretend. It's something you've got to actually genuinely believe in and be conscious of in every single moment that you're with your team and your key stakeholders. Because as we've always said, 
on the podcast, your team are watching you like a hawk. They're watching for what you're doing. They're also watching for what you're not doing. They're listening to what you're saying or also listening for what you are not saying as well. So making a, a, a conscious choice to be upbeat, making sure that there is a, a glass half full mentality and looking for opportunities where you can be proactive and positive rather than look for excuses as to justify where we might be sitting in a particular position. The second thing is, and this is what great leaders actually understand, is it's not totally incumbent on them to create the upbeat culture. It is also incumbent on them creating an environment where others share the load. So it's always important to involve the team. And this is one of the key conversation starters we had today. You've got to make sure you involve the team because when teams are involved and individuals within the team are involved and they take some ownership about it, then it's, there's, it's a much be- there's a much better opportunity of increasing the level of engagement within the team, but also just by the energy that's created when people are involved in generating ideas, there's a higher probability of optimism to go through and permeate through the entire team, which means what are some things to think about in relation to that and how do you keep people involved? Well, it's simple things like encouraging fun, having a fun environment, having a light environment, getting involved in just ad hoc conversations, celebrating the smallest little achievements. And it's not so much the perfection that you're wanting to reward, it's the progress towards something you want to be rewarding. So rewarding the right behaviors and celebrating the small wins. Thinking about what sort of acts of kindness can you put in place? How can you actually demonstrate gratitude? How can you give responsibility and delegate responsibility to certain people within the team to give them the opportunity to step up so that you can step back? It's the provision of constant feedback and the constant reinforcement of positive behaviors. All the things you want to see play out in your team Make a conscious choice to actually really focus in on those and help you, help yourself and therefore help the team create an upbeat culture. And thirdly, think about how you become and remain vigilant in relation to the creation of the upbeat culture because there'll be some things that are not going to go according to plan. There will be some curveballs that happen. And one of the challenges and the biggest cause of cultural decline, if you like, is communication failure and not holding people accountable for either their decisions or even their behaviors. So some of the things that we as leaders really need to keep a lookout for and nip it in the bud as quickly as possible are things like when there's communication breakdown. And this might actually be subtle. It might, it might be that people have gone silent. People may not necessarily contribute as much as they have in team meetings. Um, there may actually be a level of conflict that starts to permeate throughout the team. There may be levels of distrust that might happen throughout the team for various different reasons. And all, the le- all these are the little things we need to keep a constant eye on to make sure that they're not driving a wedge in the culture, the upbeat culture that we're trying to create. Also, when you think about there's complacency, and I've seen this happen a lot, when people get to a certain level of performance, they sometimes rest on their on their laurels, they become a little bit apathetic, they get into their comfort zone, and they get a little bit complacent. As soon as complacency sets in, it's like a disease. And what will happen is performance will start to plateau, and eventually, if it's not taken care of, and not reversed, it'll actually start to fall off a cliff in terms of performance. And that's when you start to see things like blame come into it. So it's not my fault that we're in this position, or my manager's not doing this, or that person won't do this. So always be on the lookout for these little signals, and that's why being vigilant is such an important thing when it comes to maintaining and creating an upbeat coach culture. Now, with all of this, one of the things we spoke about today, in order for a, a positive upbeat culture to be, I guess, created and maintained, It stands to reason that if we're going to be one of these glass half full type leaders, we need to also have a growth mindset as distinct from a fixed mindset. And unfortunately, there are so many leaders out there today, and I've actually been speaking to some over the last couple of weeks, which has been fascinating, 
who have unfortunately a bit of a fixed mindset where it makes it very difficult to get a message through. It also makes it very difficult for them to literally get out of their own way, let alone enable their team to actually make some progress towards a goal. And when you look at things like sales targets and objectives that are set, it's very difficult for a person who has a fixed mindset to see the forest for the trees because what they're focused on is they're focused on the problem and almost focusing on the problem to the exclusion of everything else, which means it's really hard for them to be creative, to be innovative, and to think outside the square to try and create some solutions to fix the problem. A growth mindset person, on the other hand, is somebody who sees the challenges as an opportunity to improve. They look at this and simply say, hey, we've found out a way that this doesn't work. We've got this problem. There has to be a solution to this problem, and we will find a way. That means they'll bring people in. They'll actually create uh, some creative thinking. They'll actually bring people in who have some creative juices. They'll, they'll collaborate. They'll, uh, they'll learn from other people's mistakes. They'll also model others in terms of what they've found works and doesn't work and put all of those in the melting pot to work out, okay, what can we do right now to at least take the step in the right direction? And certainly from a leadership point of view, it is this person, this leader who oversees a team that despite the challenges and despite the obstacles, they always find a way to at least either solve the problem or make progress towards solving the problem. And this is what the the team learned today. In fact, there was a number of people who had epiphanies that said, you know what, I've been actually letting my team down and I've been letting my peers down because I think I've been looking at the problem rather than trying to look at the problem as a platform to find a solution. And they were so focused on the problem and why the problem existed rather than looking at, okay, this problem is here. I can't necessarily do anything about the problem. It is factually correct, but what can I do in relation to it and how can I start bringing some innovation to the table and be creative to try and find some solutions and then experiment, test and measure to see how we're making progress. It's a massive, massive difference. It was a fascinating conversation. And then I got him into a uh, into an exercise. If you haven't done an exercise known as the Marshmallow Challenge, then as a leader, I highly recommend you do this for your team. It's a fabulous, fabulous uh, team building exercise. And essentially what it does, it teaches teams to work together. And if you can create a team where you've got people from different perspectives, that is, maybe different personality styles, different communication styles, and put them into a team and force them to actually problem solve and be creative and be collaborative, then you'll see a fascinating situation evolve and you can get some fantastic outputs when people recognize that, you know what, every single person in a team has something to offer as long as we're all geared around all focused on the solution to a problem. Now, if you haven't done the Marshmallow Challenge, I highly recommend you look it up on YouTube, but um, suffice to say, it's simply an exercise in, in small groups where you have a number of sticks of spaghetti, one marshmallow, a meter of masking tape, and a meter of string. And the objective is the team has to build the highest freestanding structure from the tabletop. Now, this is a great competitive exercise because when you've got more than uh, more than four people, and we had I think we had four or five groups of four today, uh, we had competitive juices flowing. So everybody had 18 minutes in, in which to build this freestanding structure. And it was fascinating to watch the team's collaborate or not throughout this process and to see what the creations were at the end of it. And out of the five teams, we had two of them have structures that were freestanding, which uh, which ended up being quite a quite an innovative type of design. But what comes out of the exercise, and today was no different, is people get to understand that we all have biases, we all have conditioning. So we're often conditioned to think in a certain way. And when it comes to designing a structure with a marshmallow, a lot of adults, and particularly um, people who are well-educated adults, 
they tend to form a structure with the spaghetti. And then at the end of the 18 minutes, they will seek to put the marshmallow on top of the structure they just created. Now, from an innovation and problem-solving point of view, that logically makes sense. Until they realize how heavy a marshmallow exists when it's placed upon a structure of spaghetti. And spaghetti is not that strong in and of itself, but when you put a, a bit of thought into it and you build some creativity and build some innovation and you do some collaboration, it actually can be quite a solid structure which withholds the weight of the marshmallow. And the, the key output of this was some of the teams realized that perhaps, perhaps they were a little bit more fixed in their thinking and others realized, you know what, we can be creative, we can look outside the square and we can actually be a bit more of a growth mindset type individual and therefore carry the attitude of the glass half full in order to solve problems. So the out outcome of this was these guys recognized that despite their level of experience, despite their knowledge, uh, and despite their approach, there's always something new to learn. And when presented with a problem, sometimes looking at it from their normal perspective will not solve the problem, which presupposes that not only do we have to be creative, we have to be curious, but we also have to have an attitude of the glass being half full. So carrying that growth mindset and looking at every situation and recognizing that there is going to be a solution to every single problem. And this is a key message out of today's uh, well, out of today's workshop, but certainly out of this episode. I want to make sure that you understand that there's a solution to every problem, but it starts with you having a growth mindset and having an approach that the glass really is half full, it is not half empty, and no matter what is thrown at you, there was always going to be a solution as long as you're prepared to look for it and as, you'll, as long as you're prepared to stay in the game until you find a solution that enables you to make progress towards that outcome. Now, if you do that, just imagine what your team is going to do because uh, your team is and always will be a reflection of you. So the question to finish up this episode with is this, are you as a leader a glass half full leader? I trust the answer to that is yes. And it's very easy to say, yes, I am, but I want you to test it. Test it with your team. Ask them, do you see me as a glass half full leader or am I a glass half empty leader? The feedback may actually be quite telling, but it's great feedback because you can actually take it as it's intended and use that to get even better. So I trust that message resonates. Trust that message helps. And of course, if you'd like some help with your own leadership, love the opportunity of working with you one-on-one -on -one and helping you become an exceptional sales leader. Let's just have a conversation. Go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits. We'll jump on Zoom, have a chat, put a plan together, and we can get started to work together as early as this week. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.